What's up, everybody? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's also active duty owned and operated. They're putting out some cool stuff from t-shirts, flags, hats, tumblers, even stickers. Make sure you go check them out. Their Instagram handle is at Rowdy underscore Sailors and go support one of your own. Make sure you tell them the Disgruntled Sailor sent you and start living that Rowdy lifestyle. The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. What's up, you fat bitches, and welcome I'll to another episode of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. Shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. Sorry. We're trying to record here. <laughs> My bad, dog. Thank you, friend. Uh, okay. We, we have Go a ahead, special start guest again. with us today. Start, start again. Oh, start over? Now. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Just go ahead and start. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the fucking podcast. Hello, uh, everybody. We got Mr. Miami, obviously. If you haven't heard already, uh, we also have Birds Aren't Real. What's up, everyone? Um, I'm Birds Aren't Real. Sometimes they refer to me as Gary in other episodes, so I am both people. Yeah, and he loves fucking uh, anime. I do not yeah. fucking like anime. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. So my mom was here for like a week, and uh, the first thing she said when she got – I picked her up at the airport. The first thing she said was – I want to know who everyone is. She's like, I want to know who the guy that cooks. I want to know who black enough is. I want to know who Gary is. I want to know who birds are real is. I want to know who Rasnitch is. She just went through the whole gambit of everybody we've ever had on. And she's just like, like, Oh, Oh, that's not what I expected at all. But it, it was, you know, it, it's really fun. Like it's, we forget that, you know, we know who everybody is and, you know, other people don't really know who we are, or who we're talking to. So it, it was really interesting to have like an extreme outside third third party, you know, especially not someone not being in the Coast Guard, uh, ask who everybody is. Could you guys please shut up? Doing business. <laughs> so uh, we're we're talking about gear today, right? Uh, yes, for the most right. part. What do you want to? What do you want to cover uh, on the gambit of gear? Well, f- well, first, first I have some I have some admin things we need to take care of. Okay. Um, first of all, on the last story, uh, I left out one of one of the one of my favorite parts of the story. Remember, when we went camping and I got all rowdy. Um, so one of the seconds that I work with asked me, he's like, "If you catch a baby bass, um, could you keep it and bring it back to me? I want to I want a pet bass for a pet." And I, in fact, caught it was like a two inch bass. Caught this motherfucker, right? Yeah. Put him in a mason jar, filled it with water. And then on the three-hour drive back, look, he looked good the whole time. The whole you time. You fucking died because you didn't poke holes in the lid, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fish breathe through water. Why would they need air holes? <laughs> you have to oxygenate the water. I shook it a couple times. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. <laughs> I don't know why it died, but uh, texted me. He's like, hey, you know, 
he appreciated the shout out for his dad, which obviously I didn't mind because he was rad. And he's like, you forgot about the baby bass, so I want to make sure I did that. Um, also, um, shit, I just said his name. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. You're I making the editing that. thing really fucking tough on me. I'm so sorry. Glasses got his orders. <laughs> did he tell you? Uh, yeah, he's going to Homa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, he texted me about it and is like, you know, for MST, you know, that's going to be pretty great. You know, a lot of oil rigs, a lot of fishing. A lot of fish boats, you're going to set yourself up great if you're going to end up doing 20. I said, you know, don't worry. There's a, you know, there's a girl, hot girl behind every tree in Louisiana. And he goes, really? And I said, there's no trees in Louisiana. <laughs> well, it's so, okay. I tell him that Puerto Rico is not a real place all the time. Puerto Rico is not a real place. It's, it's made not. up and it's, it's a conspiracy up. theory. It's, it's one of the Cuban islands, I think. <laughs> um, also... Would you like to tell everybody uh, that you contacted my mother yesterday? Oh, yeah. So on, on the last episode, I was telling you that I wanted to ask Sandy if she would send me some uh, of your of the dipping mustard that you can pretty much only get from Pennsylvania. And uh, you were like, she loathes mustard. She's not going to fucking do it. So Sandy slid into my DMs and goes, what's your address? <laughs> I'm going to send you some motherfucking mustard. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> I was yeah, like, you know, uh, you, I was like, um, Mr. Miami said that you wouldn't fucking do it. You know, do you know the only reason she did it is because I said she wouldn't do it. She's uh, again, she's just a female me. And if you tell her you're not going to do that, she's immediately going to fucking do it, obviously. But yeah, it was just funny that like, you know, um, you know, I, your mom, Becky came across my suggested friends on Facebook and she doesn't look as fun as my she doesn't look as fun as my mom. Like I feel like if I friended her, she'd be like, "Who the fuck are you?" You know? No, she you wouldn't. Know, if you my, she doesn't know who you are. She wouldn't. She'd yeah, be like, like delete. Yeah, but and you know the 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 complete polar opposite is you know you are messaging my mother without my consent. Yeah, me and Sandy have full on conversations, unbeknownst to you. Well, hey, you do you, boo boo. Everybody needs love, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I did that and that and that. So she said your muscle will be there in like a couple days, probably by Wednesday. Really? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, she said there's an invoice in there. You can just Venmo her whenever you get a chance. I, don't, I, I honestly don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she, would, she would not let you pay for it. So, um, okay. So, gear. Uh, are you guys ready for gear? Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is going to be, you know, so the three of us are three completely different rates and uh, each of us use different things uh, that make our lives easier uh, that we prefer to use. Some of the things are required by the Coast Guard, which makes everything harder, like allness, you know, so like there's this thing that's like, hey, let's do this thing where we're each particular type of unit you're a small boat station you're required to have a two-boat crew that means um you're required to have two star boats ready at all times you're required to have this many three-quarter inch box wrenches you're required to have this many flathead screwdrivers and you're like that sounds great we're gonna have what we need it's not like that um hey mk1 i need a flathead screwdriver that's crazy fill out a work request go in the almas check that tool out then you got to go over and get the keys then once you get the keys you check those out sign those out sign the key repository then you go over to the toolbox, and it's usually the wrong set of keys. 
Then you check that one fucking screwdriver out, go down to the boat, remove that hose clamp, and then you realize, shit, I need two more tools. Then you start the whole process over again. And guess what happens if you lose one of those? You go to prison. And then, like, aviation's a totally fucking different ballgame. Like, they sign their tools out, and if they don't return the tools at the end of the day, none of those fucking birds fucking get off the ground. So, you know how I was in the air station when I was in army, right? Yeah, because you were a piece of shit and, you know, didn't mess cook like the rest of us fucking peasants. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, a piece of shit, didn't mess cook. Yeah, 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 I don't care. Anyway, um, I found out. I'm not sorry. You know, hashtag blessed. Um, I found out that if one of the tools was missing, you know, in between their shifts, you know, I forget what they do, like eight, 12 hour shifts or whatever. Would you get the hell upstairs and shut up? This you guys want to buy a kid? No, I listen. You guys, you guys want to buy a kid? <laughs> shut up, cash. <laughs> um, I realized that, you know, if all the tools weren't there, you know, one of the third classes or seconds got in trouble. And I thought it was like, a, ha-ha, dickhead. And then everyone yelled at him and laughed at him. It is not like that at all. Um so, like, two times, I, you know, they got these rolling toolboxes. They check in and out. This is back in, you know, 2006, 2007. I would walk by, and I would grab one, like, one of those tiny Allen wrenches that they have in their toolboxes. I would just throw that motherfucker. Just take it, and, and I would throw it down the fucking flight line. And I didn't realize that um, if they do a, a tool count and a tool comes up missing, they have to ground every helo that's in the air. And the air station that I was at had eight fucking helicopters and they were a prime unit, which meant they were like, I don't know, special or some shit. Um, but I like my DCC came in. He's like, Hey, like, cause he knew I fuck with people, you know, like I, I would fuck with the ASTs and the AMTs and I would do all kinds of fun shit. And you know, they would go, he's like, Hey, um, did you throw one of the tools? I go, yeah. And I'm fucking funny. <laughs> he goes, no, no. Never admit that ever again. He goes, you just cost the Coast Guard like five million fucking dollars. I was like, I, uh, I was like, is that bad? He's like, yeah, don't ever fucking do that again. So, tools are like a fucking big goddamn to do. So that's because, if I understand it correctly, it's because like if a tool goes missing, it could get possibly sucked into like one of the birds or something, right? And yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's why they're not allowed to have. Okay. Yeah, they're not allowed to have rags, or they're not allowed to have cordless tools because uh, you know they give they emit a spark in the back end. So, like, I but get it would, now. Now, you know, now that I'm like, like a, a fod walk down, right? Yes, it's like a, it's that's a fod walk down. Which okay. fod is a foreign object debris, which you know can be like shit the that gets sucked up in helos, but like, yeah, correct, yeah, but like. uh you know, I didn't think anything of it. And, you know, it, it's a big fucking deal. And I I immediately stopped doing that. Um, but anyway, after tools, uh, you know, unless you're like one of the fucking support rates, um, you know, like I am, you know, you get you get what you fucking get. Like you might get like a I have nine three quarter inch wrenches, but I don't I don't have any other fucking wrenches, you know, because I'm poor and I don't have almonds. So I'm OK with that. Uh, but I got a list of shit that, you know, I, you know, the Coast Guard as a whole and the military says, you're doing this. Here's what you need to have. And then I said, that's fucking dumb. Like I said in my earlier podcast, I, military grade is horseshit. So there's a couple things that I like to do. I know that, 
you fatso you like to have you do a couple of different things differently but um yeah uh first i'm better than you and i know it <laughs> better than me yeah 100 you're you're not better i'm taller than you i'm older than you i weigh more than you i'm just smarter than you I'm you're just... fucking right you weigh more than me you fat bitch yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right so first boots okay um if you wear super duty boots you're a fucking sucker okay <laughs> Super uh, just, duty is, gonna, is is up there with fucking baits, and you can just yes. file those straight in the fucking dumpster. Yeah, if if you come at me and you cut, co- you try to have any sort of attitude, and you're wearing baits or danners, not danners, uh, baits or super duties or the five eleven ones that they have, I'm gonna laugh at you right in the fucking face because you obviously don't care about your feet, which means you don't care about your knees or your back or your fucking career or your life. So you're obviously a piece of shit. So why would I even listen to you? Okay. Or. Bates, the all leather ones. Mm. No, uh, well, no, I don't think Bates has an all leather pair. At least I haven't seen them. Or is it Bilby? Bates are the ones that Bates are the ones that have the zip up side. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot and of then, boots that have zip up side, yeah. but Bates. Well, no, like the, the, like if you go to a Coast Guard exchange, the yeah, Bates are the ones Bates. that have the zip up oh, side. Yeah. yeah, those are your standard Yeoman SK type fucking boots. Okay, don't need to walk. Don't really put them on all the time. They're totally fine if you're a piece of shit. Um, I have gone through several different iterations of, you know, standard footwear. I used to wear the Cochran, um, you know, steel cap, the, the toe cap boots. Um, they were steel toe. And then, yeah. oh, those Corcoran boots are fucking dope. Yeah. That's what you wear, right? I used to wear. Now I'm wearing the pair that remember when we, the whole boat got boat or the boat got boots for the asset yeah. forfeiture. I'm wearing yeah, that those. was cause of me. I'm wearing remember cause that was of me. Remember that was cause of me. I mean, technically, you didn't even find it. I mean, uh, fucking, uh, fucking Siloia uh, got. I don't remember what we named him, but uh, he, technically, uh, he found first it. of all, first of all, first of all, I was a senior bo. Oh, okay. I was the so you. You was, went by you, technicality. No, no. Without me, <laughs> like, there like would have the been gets an award, and the guy who was just you know sitting on his ass gets an award. I mean, he wasn't sitting on his ass. I he know, was it's, like, it's like, like the clip of him. I mean, yeah, if you want to look at it like yeah. that. I will drive to where you are to punch you in the fucking nose. Well, come on, motherfucker. I got go. First of all, first of all, the only reason we got on that boat was because I articulated probable cause so well I like I was using that it got us on the boat. To make him sound, sound smarter? <laughs> Stop yelling! <laughs> I feel like you yelling at your kids like makes this fucking podcast better. I, I asked. So before we started, I was like, hey, guys, listen. Like I said, everything was like, hey, you doing podcasts? I go, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. Like, okay, turn the Wi-Fi off devices, do whatever you want, just stay upstairs and be quiet. And they're upstairs like howler fucking monkeys. And it's crazy. Anyway, without my probable cause, we would not have been on that boat. And the only reason, so of the 100% of that boat that we did at Sea Space Accountability on, I did 90% of it. Okay? Yeah, and the other the 10% ten- was where everything was. <laughs> The other 10% is where everything else was. <laughs> so I, I fucking helped. Anyway, so back to boots. I wear uh, uh, boots by a manufacturer called Danner, D-A-N-N-E-R, and I wear their Danner Tachyon boots, which they only weigh like, I think they measure it in grams. That's how light they are. Um, they got a really super cushioned sole. 
speed laces, good, good, uh, not speed laces, speed, like eye loops for your laces. Super, super fucking light. It's like wearing fucking sneakers, but they're not steel toe. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta have the gumption to be like, Hey, uh, those don't look steel toe. And you look them right down and go, yeah, they're fucking not. And you kind of got to live with that. So like either like have the fucking sack to say, yeah, they're not steel toe. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Or I mean, this you... is the first time I've worn steel toe boots in like six years. I haven't worn steel toe boots since I was a non rate or composite. They're composite toe. Either way, you know, yeah. you know, operators got to operate. Uh, next, uh, ODU belts, um, standard ODU belt trash. Uh, especially the way they want you to wear it. Instead of like put it through and then pulling it back on itself like a normal human, the OD, the uniform manual says like to put it in and then out and then underneath its back self like a like a what kind of fucking douchebag does that? You know, so I wear a uh, a riggers belt. Uh, it's got that fancy little doodad on the thing in case I need to repel somewhere. You know, it comes up what all the time. Gonna repel? You, and you, at least I have the ability to repel. Um the reason Batman? I like it, 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 huh? So, do you think you're Batman? <laughs> I do think I'm Batman. Um, uh, I wear the Riggers belt because number one, it's a little thicker, it's herkier, uh, it's got a better like, uh, you know, closer mechanism. They're herkier. Is that what you said? Like yeah, herkier. It's like herkier. Is, like is that a word? It's a word. Look it up. Herkier, like strong. It's okay. it's herkier. You know, it's thicker, it's stronger, it's wider, deeper, bigger, faster, stronger. Better, faster, stronger. And, <laughs> and it's got a better belt closure on it. So, like, when I do put my LE belt on over top of it, you know, it's not like this super thick, thin nylon, you know, that where my LE belt's going to weigh it down on it, you know. So, I like the thicker belt. You wear some, like, weird fatso kind of belt, right? Uh, I don't wear the, the ODU belt that, that comes standard, you know, like you're supposed to wear. I... The belt I have comes from, it's called SOE gear. It stands for like special operations equipment. It's designed it's to be like a concealed carry belt. Uh, and I wasn't wearing it. Like the belt's super like rigid. Like when I take my pants off, my <laughs> it still forms like around my waist. Uh, but I like that because it has fucking Velcro on it. And I can just hook it on and then Velcro it down without having yeah. to fucking do all that dumb shit that the other ODU belt makes you do. Yeah, so not wearing an LE belt. No, it's not an LE belt. So next, speaking of belts, uh, what kind of trop belt do you wear? I, the one at the exchange. So most of our shit is Air Force stuff, you know, uh, like our our, our oh, trops and shit. Yeah. So if you go to an Air Force exchange, they have the same belt with the same gold tab, same gold belt buckle, but the belt is elastic. Really? Yeah. So I've had the same belt since I was 17, 18 years old, all the way to 30 something. And I've gotten I mean, fatter and fatter. And it just keeps stretching. <laughs> I need this belt. How come you didn't tell me about this fucking belt? We're both. Fat I told you it. I told you during the Cutterman ceremony that I was wearing a fat man's belt. I just thought you meant it was just big in length. Like, super stretchy. Yeah, so like if you can get your get yourself to an Air Force exchange or uh, PX or whatever they call it, they'd have their trot belts are the same diameter color, they're gold, and they have the same closing device. They're just elastic and they stretch. Okay. Fucking game changer. It's it's kind of like um, you know when 
you go from wearing the standard cotton combo cover to when you get yourself one of those plastic ones, game yeah. changer. Game changer. Um, so, Ellie Bell. Either you two fucking uh, landlubbers, sand peeps, uh, fatso pieces of shit, do Ellie? I didn't think so. Anyway, I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> well, see, I never got Ellie on the boat. Well, so... you must be this tall to ride this ride. Okay. And so you there already you don't meet the requirements. See, <laughs> see, that's funny because you're only four foot two. <laughs> four, four foot two. All right, thanks. So uh, the Coast Guard has a standard law enforcement belt. It's from a, a single source of supply, and it says you'll have this, this, and this, this type of holster, this, this, and this, and this. And I completely ignore it because I fucking can't. Um, I still rock the old. Yeah, who's I still rock you? the old. The yeah, who's gonna stop me? Yeah, I'm not afraid of anybody. Um, <laughs> so I actually wear. Um, it's made by High Speed Gear. Um, it's HSG. They are like the fucking bee's knees. Like, you know, would you shut up? The new. <laughs> I. I just watched the new Fast and Furious movie, and. Spoiler alert, they go to space. Or I forget where they're at. But uh, who's the uh, bald black guy? Who's the bald black guy? Tyrese. Tyrese. He is wearing a taco pouch. A taco pouch for his, his pistol magazines. That is made by <coughs> – excuse me. That's made by High Speed Gear. They're they're in the fucking movies, so it's legit. You know it's, it's got to be is real. This, is this uh, like tactical gear? You know? No, 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 no. No, it's like, not yeah, tactical. Like- this is – listen – I'm not listen, I've my belt is it's about three inches wide and it goes all the way around my waist. It's got a rubber neoprene on the inside, gel in the middle, and then I got a cobra belt. If you don't know what a cobra belt is, look it up. It's a very, very convenient way of uh clasping your belt closed. I've been on drug pursuit cases going, you know, forty miles an hour in the dark in six foot waves for eight hours. Uh, all right, all right for one, I like how the dark darkness makes the belt better. <laughs> for two, you forgot to mention that it was 87 inches long because it has to go around your fat ass. What? I didn't say anything about the darkness. You said, I've been on this boat doing 40 miles an hour in the dark. <laughs> it matters. The dark matters. Yeah. Okay. First of all, for the two of you who have never been on a boarding or a fucking pursuit, yeah, things are completely fucking different in the dark. Okay, so on the boat, <laughs> on, yes, like, they like, are. I just imagine like uh, they're looking out for the ghost gun. Oh shit! I see his belt. Run. That has nothing to do with it. Because his belt. That has nothing to do. That has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it. What you make it sound like to be? The reason I bring it up is because of retention. Okay. See, you're laughing because you have a mediocre career and a mediocre life, and you don't know what I'm talking about. You act like that. You act like that hurts me. I already know this. These are facts. So. Retention in the dark is extremely important. Okay, when it's you know, you both of you have been in the east in the eastern Pacific. Uh, when it's dark out, it's fucking dark out. You know, you can't see shit, nice. and all I have on is my night vision goggles. I need to know that my magazines, my weapon, my belt, my suspenders are going to be in the exact place that I need them to be after a four-hour chase in the dark at forty miles an hour in six-foot seas. When you have shitty Coast Guard standard issue shit, it doesn't stay in the same spot. Your baton falls out. Your magazine pouch comes undone. Your magazines fall out. Your pepper spray falls out. Your ma- your handcuffs fall out. You know, all of this shit fucking happens. 
And I need to know that my shit is where it needs to fucking be. You know what I'm saying? I don't know because I don't do that. So No, I get that, but it being so dark my- doesn't affect your belt. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So when you're driving, you're riding this boat, right? So I was a pursuit mission commander. I'm riding in the front right passenger seat. I'm riding up and down and bam, 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 bam. You know, I can look down and I can look at my gear and I can see what it's doing. Okay. In the dark, I cannot see what it's doing. Any, any issues that, I, that come up in the daytime, I can mitigate by looking down and fixing that by myself. When you're in the dark with night vision goggles going fast, you need to, it, you need to trust that it's going to be where you need to fucking be it. You know, we're drawing guns. We're shooting at people. First of all, you're not shooting at anybody. Second of all, I know that you need to know where your gear is at all times. And like retention is a big thing. But the fact that it being dark outside doesn't affect your retention. No, I wasn't saying that the, the nighttime affected my retention. What I was saying is that I need to know even in the dark, my shit's going to stay where it's going to be. In the daytime, you can look down and fuck, oh shit, oh, and then fix it and then keep going. Okay? My point is, before I was interrupted by a fucking three foot troll of a and an overweight fucking E6 that has never been on a board in their life, I was trying to, you know, explain to you what it's like when you're out there. That's why I recommend high speed gear for your taco pouches, for your mags, for your pistols, for your belts. High speed gear is the fucking ticket. Not a, they're not our sponsor. If they want to be, that'd be fucking rad. But it would be rad. I, I I've used them against the Colombians, the Guatemalans, the Costa Ricans. I've had I have their dump pouch. I have their taco pouches. You, you make know, it sound got, like you're out here fighting fucking wars. <laughs> I've used them against the Panamanians, <laughs> the fucking okay. Colombians. Did I not have high speed gear when I arrested and seized drugs from the Costa Ricans? I mean, you did. Therefore, I use them against. <laughs> Why are you always going to put people down? Okay? That's what I do. People aren't, la- people aren't laughing because you put me down. Yes, they are. I am. <laughs> Makes me feel better about myself. You're, you're like the two biggest pieces of shit I know, and I've met Guy Fieri. Hey, don't you ever talk shit about him again. He takes people to flavor down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember right, when next. we told the new CSs they needed that book? They needed the Welcome yeah, to Flavor uh, Time cookbook. Yeah, so we're at <laughs> – we're at, uh, uh, what was it, like the Tin Cup or something in Key West? Or One of the bars. Called. And the new CS3 shows up, and I look at him, I was like, hey, you cook by, I'm like, you knew the CS3? He's like, yep. It's like, all right, you cook by flavor or by recipe? He's like, flavor, of course. And I go, do you have Guy Fieri's Welcome to Flavor Town? He's like, yes, I do. He's like, all right, me and you are going to be okay. <laughs> um. Next, uh, multi-tool. You guys carry multi-tool on you at work? No, not You don't because you're a fucking piece of shit. I don't anymore. You're a, you're a fucking MK. Why don't you carry a multi-tool? What do you want from here? Be, be at least mediocre. <laughs> I'll take a beer since you're up. <laughs> um, so I like – so we, we, I don't know if we talked about it before, but uh, when you get a drug bite, you get something called asset forfeiture where like you get like – the monetary value of the drugs. And I bought all of my BOs and BTMs, uh, Leatherman Mutts. The Leatherman Mutt is, um, 
it's you can get a couple. There's two different versions. I think there's the EOD version and there's the M4 version. But, huh? She doesn't live with him right now. Is not there. Get out. Um, they have the M4 version and they have the uh, EOD version. I like the the uh, M4 version. It's got a sight tool and a carbon scraper. It's got an Allen wrench, a torque wrench. It's pretty much like if you deal with weapons on a daily basis, it's a good tool to fucking have. Uh, even if you don't deal with them, it still has a torque wrench. Two sizes. Of, uh, I think it's got like a T10 and a T15. Uh, it's got an Allen two sizes of Allen wrench. Phillips said flathead. So it, it's a good tool to have. The only like super specific M16 thing it has is the fucking sight tool. Everything else you can use for other shit. That's what I like using. Um, uh, so neither of you really go to the range because you're fucking losers, right? I mean, not like a Coast Guard range. Yeah, you never took me. Yeah. You fucking bitch. I asked you like 90 times. 90 times? I would have gone those 90 times. You're talking out of your fucking ass. Anyway, um, with along with along the lines of the asset forfeiture, I got, uh, you know, my BOs and BTMs are usually my FMCs, my finest marks with good coaches. They go to the range with me all the time. So I ended up getting um, electronic ears for all of them. If you go to the range regularly, and by regular I mean two to three times a month, that's regularly, you need to invest in very, very good ear pro. You, once your hearing goes, you're fucked. It's, it's, it doesn't grow back. It's not like a, it'll be fine, I'm a tough guy. You're, once it's gone, it's gone. You have a tank, and it's filled to 100. Every time a fucking round goes off, it drops by a fucking decimal. And then eventually you're fucking deaf like me. So I use um, – they're, they're they're expensive. They're $250 or $300 depending on where you buy them, which sounds like a lot. But it's kind of the back to the thing like you – You know, only get one fucking set of ears. You only get one set of ears. Like people go, oh, I got a Taurus. And they go, oh, you have a Taurus? What a piece of shit. And they go, well, they have a lifetime warranty. I go, oh, is that lifetime warranty going to help you when you draw your gun in a gunfight of fucking jams and you die? No, I, I don't fucking think so. Are into owner, gun ownership too? Yeah, the poor own guns as well. I buy the MSA Supreme Pro X. Um, they the ears, the shit around the ears is gel. Uh, they they use a battery. It's uh, when a loud decibel over like I think it's like uh, eighty decibels goes off, they immediately shut off. There's I wore them and I, I wore them to the woods when I first got them, and I was like, I'll be able to hear fucking everything. I heard too much shit. I heard everything. It freaked me the fuck out. I'd take them off. They yeah. are amazing. Yeah, you get, you actually got me a pair. They're actually uh, really fucking nice. Yeah, you're fucking welcome. Um, but stop stop buying your ear pro at Walmart. Stop buying your fucking ear pro at, at Academy or wherever. Buy if you're a, if you think you're serious, like you think you're a fucking gun guy, you think you fucking know what you're doing. You know, this is one of the things that like. Oh, look, that guy on Instagram has that. That guy on Instagram has that. That guy on Instagram has that. This is one of those things that's actually like, go fucking actually get it because it's going to help in the long run. Um, watches. Uh, do you remember that time you defrauded the government and made them buy you a brand new fucking Luminox? Uh, I remember making them do that, but I did it legally. Everything got approved by the command. I didn't get one. The deal was... I'm wearing it right the fucking now. The fucking the deal was I order ear pro. You get ear pro. I order hey, this thing. Hey, you get hey, this thing. I you order, order a watch. I... You know who fucked that up? Who? 
It wasn't me. Was it Michael Wazowski? SK1 Mike yeah. Wazowski? Yes. Oh, that fucking piece of shit. Anyway, um, so Luminox, very, very good brand to watch. Um, it's going to sound weird, but Casio G-Shocks are pretty good. Um, They're fucking dope. Mo- That's what I wore before I got this. Yeah, my mother-in-law bought me one in 2010. And it so 11 years ago, almost, you know, 12 years ago. And it still works. Uh, well, okay. I'm not going to say it works. It tells it tells the fucking time and it keeps the date. But it's always two minutes behind. And I, the buttons are broke. So I can't, um, I can't change the time. So I have to unscrew the back and manually change the time. And then put the watch back in and then screw it down. Um, I mean, my, my G-Shock's but, like five years old now. And it's still fucking trucking along like a champ. Yeah, they're 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 moderately priced, but they're rugged. They're just they've gotten a little audacious, in my opinion. Um, but they hold up. If I, I can, think you put it on that thing. Uh, I'm way more clubs than you, and I I have one, and I beat the shit out of it. Um, if I could pick, I would either pick a Sunto, which is S U U N T O, a Sunto watch, or one of the Garmin watches. If I had like, you know, if I had a watch budget, that's what I would get. Um, they do a lot more shit, and they're fucking super cool looking, and they make you look like a badass. So why not? Oh, get that's them? right. That was the deal. You were supposed to get those Suntos, and I was supposed to get yes. these, and you didn't yes. get any of yours, all because the same guy fucked all of our orders up. Yes. Uh, if you're listening, I hate you, and I hope you have a bad time. <laughs> uh, so um, knives. Everybody in the Coast Guard carries a knife, unless you're a Yeoman or SK, right? That's true. I think I even. Mean, like, I, I think even some of the, yeah. See, look at that. Where'd you get that knife? That's a cool knife. Yeah, uh, a a good buddy of mine who's a fat piece of shit gave it to me. Uh, It fucking Uh, sounds. (laughs) So, um, politically speaking, I'm not a fan of Benchmade. Um, A while back, they, you know, they were on the, you know, uh, they cut a bunch of their they cut a bunch of their ARs up. Uh, they cut some of their ARs up for political reasons or whatever they did. But aside from that, Benchmade makes a hell of a fucking knife. Um, super sharp, like always sharp. Uh, good knife. Uh, I think I got the – what is that? The Is it the Ballo or the Ballahoo or – I don't remember what fucking – Bailout. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, the one that, the one that I, you got was the Benchmade Bailout. Yeah, so I ordered 20 – Benchmade bailouts, and I gave them out instead of hoarding them like a piece of trash. I gave them to everybody that was on the boarding or that was an FMC or that helped me. I didn't give any of you, Gary, because you're a piece of shit and weren't there. Um, I was even there. Um, and then you know, after that, you got like Gerber is a really good brand, Sog is a really nice brand. Um, every day I carry a, I carry my Benchmade in my right pocket, and I carry my um. What's that? What's that other fucking Spiderco? Spiderco. I carry a Spiderco. Um, I, I I think like if I was buying my own knives, I think Spiderco is my favorite because they're moderately priced but very good. Uh, but they're also rugged and classic looking. I don't like an audacious knife with a bunch of shit. I don't want an assist open and a safety and a this and a that. And a... <laughs> Spiderco is a good middle of the line, like you know. Uh, it's it's high enough up in the line in the line, 
where you know you're getting something good, but it's not so expensive. You're paying four hundred dollars for a pocket knife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another brand I like is Kershaw. So Kershaw is okay. Uh, I if they sell them at Walmart, it, it's it's a little low in my book personally. Yeah, like I had my I bought my Kershaw online. I think directly from them, and it wasn't expensive. It was like thirty or forty bucks, uh, but it lasted me like eight years. Now, like if you're talking like put into your uh, into like a hunting coat or like a fishing vest or like a tackle box to like you know just kind of like chill and exist, Kershaw's great. But if it's going to be your everyday carry or you're going to depend on it for any tor- any sort of thing, I wouldn't recommend a Kershaw. Get a spider coat. Get a bench mate. Like you know what I'm I, saying? I carry like the bench mate that you got me. I don't carry that for work. I carry it like on me, like for my personal knife. Uh, yeah. But the the sog one that you got, I carry that one at work. I feel like Gary carries like a Mose and the God bayonet or like an AK bayonet because I get every day carry. Bro, he fucking has one. He was like, bro, check out this bayonet. <laughs> I mean, I got a couple bayonets, but Did like. I can carry my AK bayonet at work. Bro, this I motherfucker would. has his AK mounted on the wall above his head as he sleeps. Yeah. like, if I it's like it, He can literally right. reach up and grab it. If I didn't have kids, that's where mine would be. It reminded me of uh, the movie Spring Breakers, where uh, Frank <laughs> Look at my shit. Daddy, like, Look at my shit. They didn't even tell about the, know, rest, I actually, the rest of my house. <laughs> with, the rest of the house. With, if you picture a college dorm room that is uh, looks like it's straight out of the the late nineties, like that is his house. Bro, I follow him on Snapchat. I know what his fucking him, his <laughs> house looks like. <laughs> Like the macarov underneath the coffee table. <laughs> yeah, he that's yeah. Classic. He was like, he, he kind of saw it, but he wasn't entirely sure what it was. But I was like, oh yeah, here it is, and I just pulled it out like nothing. Yeah, that that macarov is a good gun, though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm you pretty got a good sure it might have killed somebody. It's from Bulgaria, in 1980. So, oh for sure, political uh, prisoners. Let's see. So, excuse me. Um. Uh, next is the spotting scope. So some of this stuff is range related, obviously, because I'm an FAI, FAI but, um, the Diamondback tactical spotting scope is the fucking ticket. Uh, Vortex has a lifetime, no questions asked fucking warranty. Um, they have like super low end, like, you know, a 15 year old could afford them. They have $1,500 scopes, $2,000 scopes, $3,000 scopes. And I actually bought one of their scopes. It was broken at a yard sale for $10. Mailed it to them and said, my shit is broken. And they said, here you fucking go. And sent me a new one. Anything Vortex uh, related is, is great gear, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Uh, Vortex also does a podcast called, uh, it's like Vortex Nation podcast. And, you can uh, learn a fuck ton just by listening to that. Yeah. I started it at episode one. I've learned about, and the cool thing about that podcast is, there's one guy that knows everything. His name's Ryan Callahan. Not Ryan Callahan. Ryan Muckenhern. That's it. Ryan mm-hmm. Muckenhern. He is a fucking gun bullet savant. Like, you know, where did the 30 odd six come from? He's like, well, back in 1970 or 1772, there was this guy, metallurgist, who and it goes all the way through. And then there's this other guy who's just like, man, bullets are neat, aren't they? And he asks all the dumb questions that you're afraid to ask. So, like, I've learned about bullet coefficients, long-range shooting, parallax, first focal plane, second focal plane. You want to get into shooting at all, even just a skosh. 
Yeah. And they dumb Go it down that. too. So like a five oh year God, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um let's see. Uh Rangefinder. I have a Sig Sour Kilo Rangefinder. Remember when I got that motherfucker? We were yeah, we just ranged everything. Like we were we were sitting there and we were calling the bridge and was like, Hey, this contact is this far off here. Yeah. And then every, everyone was making fun of me until we were um doing until our we fucking needed it. Yeah, we were doing a Panama Canal transit and the ops looks at me, he's like, How far away is that boat? I'm like, I got a laser range founder down below. He's like, You do? I go, Of course I fucking do. He goes, Can the bridge borrow it? And I was like, Yeah, so fucking right. So like they're out there with my range finder, my six hour kilo, I think it's like a two thousand or two hundred or something like that. Laser oh, we were anchored. We were anchored outside the Panama Canal and we worried about our drift circle. Um, yeah. worried about these container ships with their scope and their drag circle. Your your scope is the depth of the water uh, in conjunction with the chain you've let out, and it's like a like you got your vertical like depth, and then you got your anchor chain out, and then you got your your vessel, and then based on the depth and the amount of chain you let out, that is your anchor scope. I think I think that's fucking right. Um, but uh, yeah, we were laser range finding. Captain's like, how far away is the start of that tanker? And I was like. That's, that's 1,200 yards. He's like, cool. How much now? I'm like, 1,235. He's like, okay. And then, like, we did that for a couple hours. It was pretty cool. Um, next, first aid. First aid is something that I like to feel that I'm – I have the, my thumb on the pulse of, but I'm pretty sure I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. You do a little bit. Like, you know more than, like, the average person, I feel like. So, I have an IFAC. I have, I have – so – But you've also been a teachable seat. Yes, a couple times. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. North American Rescue, for the most part, is the fucking ticket. It's like the fucking Rolls Royce of first responders. Yeah, they're the guys. They And they're not just like car crash, respond, house fire, respond. They're, uh, this dude got shot 37 fucking times by Taliban in Afghanistan, and I life flighted him out. Here's my input. So like, I, I really like that. Um, so I have an IFAC on my body armor. I have an IFAC on my range bag. I have an IFAC on my Harley. I have their, like, I think it's like their tier one trauma kit, the orange fanny packs that we got. I got one of those in my range bag. It goes with me every range. And then yeah. in my truck, I have, um, I forget what it's fucking called. Um, it's a backpack. And you, the backpack one? Yeah. Yeah, you open it up, and, and then there's, like, these little other bags inside. One says bleeding. One says airways, one says this, one says that. And, you know, like my main body armor one has, you know, uh, your combat gauze, you know, uh, for bullet holes. It's got a, um, your your sucking chest wound, you know, where it's like a, it's a square and three of the sides are adhesive and then one side's not. So like, you know, it can it's let air out. But I'm, That's what I was getting to it, bitch. Don't crush <laughs> me. And you know, don't forget my mother watches and watches. Oh, so you want, you want to sound smart? Yeah. <laughs> I want to sound smart. And, uh, hold on. Just say it. I'm right here. Yeah. Um, so like they have those in there. Then they have like, you know, you ever seen the movie, uh, three Kings with like George Clooney and, uh, Mark Wahlberg in it. He gets a yep. sucking chest wound. He gets that needle in his chest, and he's got to relieve the pressure. You know, that's a chest decompressing needle. I got one of those in there. Uh, I got a nasal pharyngeal airway. Remember when I did a nasal nasal pharyngeal airway on a cheese underway? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I mean, they will practice. Got to practice. You know, it's got an eye patch, uh, clothes cutter, seatbelt cutter, combat gauze, Israeli bandage. And, you know, I, I try to do as much training as possible. I, you know, I bug the HS every once in a while, like, hey, let's go over some shit. You know, aside from, you know, an oxygen tank, I'm pretty much a combat medic. For one, no, you're fucking not. <laughs> I have, I have all the gear. Just because you um, have all the gear, doesn't mean you're yeah. proficient in it. I could have every gun known to man. Doesn't mean I'm proficient in it. So I, it's not that I think I'm like I'm a, a combat medic. I like being able to, you know. Obviously, I met, I missed the biggest one, the tourniquet. You know, my son's twelve years old. He knows how to use a tourniquet. Uh, it's, I think a tourniquet is one of the most important things you could have. I gave my brother-in-law one just like, cause he was out the other day, you know, cutting, like cutting something for construction. And he like almost cut his fucking leg, like with his razor blade. And I was like, you need to have a fucking tourniquet. Like it just, I think a tourniquet should be readily accessible everywhere. You know, it, it, I'd rather you get made fun of for having a tourniquet in your truck, but you know, you see a fucking crash. Someone's bleeding out. You should, all you have to do is apply a tourniquet that costs you like eighteen dollars and save somebody life than not have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Anyway, no. I also have a bunch of North American rescue gear. Uh, I got a couple. I got that trauma kit that you were talking about. I got a, like a range trauma bag. I mean, I, I keep one of them in my truck, one of them at the house. There. I'd, I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah. Correct. Correct. You guys gotta leak me all this stuff. I don't have any of that. Like, I like in my truck, I got like gauze. You know. Oh, I can literally show you. Okay. <laughs> what I have. Okay, yeah, because I, w- I definitely want to invest in getting this. Yeah, you're a poor, and you're probably gonna die very soon if you don't have I any of that. <laughs> I'm debating over there to put, putting an eye, an eye, uh, uh, a uh, tourniquet in my son's backpack for school. Who knows? You, know, you never. I know. mean, these days you never know. Yeah. Um, next, I have headgear. I don't know what I meant by headgear. Headgear. Like, like the helmets? Like the lamp? Headlamp? Uh, or, like your, or like your helmet that you wear that's not ballistic? Yeah, so the Coast Guard makes us wear these helmets. Like, you have to wear this fucking helmet. I go, okay. Why do I have to wear it? And they go, because you're going over 30 knots and it's dangerous. And I go, okay, I'm chasing somebody with a gun. And they go, okay. I go, is it ballistic? They go, no. I go, thank you. That's very helpful. Um, I think headgear, I meant headlamp. See, like um, the helmets make sense for like where I'm at and what I do, opposed to like what you do. Like I'm not trying to sound like yeah I'm better than yeah not not everybody needs ballistic helmets yeah but it would be beneficial to give people who are like carrying firearms Mm -hmm. ballistic helmets yeah like remember when I got yelled at by the CO for taking my helmet off yeah uh, well we get me and you both get yelled at a lot so so I got called to the CO's cabin after a boarding and (laughs) it's like the captain the CO it's the captain the XO and the command master or the command chief and they're like hey uh. We saw that we saw your video of that last boarding. I was like, okay. Like, first thing, you took your helmet off. And I went, yes, I did. Like, you're supposed to keep your helmet on. I said, well, Captain, actually, if you read boat volume, I think it's three. um, Those helmets are only required 
over 30 knots. I was stopped. Uh, second of all, those helmets aren't ballistic anyway. So, uh, and then my, my headset for the crew comms was intertwined with my helmet. So in order to effectively engage the target, I had to doff my helmet and my headgear. He's like, he like looks at, he like looks at me like squinty eyed. Then he looks at the command chief. The command chief's like, I'm pretty sure he's right. At which I was 100% right. You know, later on he yelled at me for yeah. telling him I'd, well, I'd shoot well, him were, in the face. Well, but. What they wanted to do was, I think they said they wanted to send that video in to like, like official Coast Guard to use as like. Uh, yes. But he they wanted didn't to send want it to because you took your helmet off. They did. They were going to send it, number one. They wanted to send it because it was like a, a very good Coast Guard picture. Because you can see the drugs, the launch of the bad guy, the guns pointed. But my helmet was off and the video said, so the dude, I'm two, I'm two feet from this guy, right? And I don't speak very good Spanish. I speak enough to swear at you, tell you to drop your gun, shit like that. And he kept Don't turning around and facing. Now, where's where's your library? He almost paced the bagote, and he kept turning around and like putting his arms like in his like pockets. And I looked at my translator. You know, you tell somebody so many times. You know, Maratribe, Maratribe, no se mueva, Maratribe, no se mueva. Hands up, don't move. Hands up, don't move. Tell him so many times. He fucking turns around. Okay, so I chased this guy for three hours. Chase him. He knew I was fucking there. He knew who we were. He knew he had drugs. I knew he had drugs. So when you keep reaching in your pocket, I looked at my trainer and I said, you tell him. He turns around again. I'm going to shoot him in his fucking face. And they caught that on GoPro. And the captain <laughs> goes, you can't tell someone you're going to shoot him in his fucking face. I said, I know. I know. And you know I wasn't going to shoot him in his fucking face. But sometimes when someone's not listening in a high-stakes environment that drugs and guns are involved, sometimes if you swear at somebody, they'll do what you tell them. So I yeah. fucking swore at him, and I'm not sorry. I mean, it's like it's like playing po- poker. Like, sometimes you bluff, sometimes you don't. Yeah. I mean, I would have shot him. But I was my intention was not to shoot him. My intention was to, you know... Uh, compel an atmosphere of compliance and get him to stop fucking doing that and go up forward where I can contain the situation. Anyway, yeah. um, speaking of GoPros, if you're going to rock a GoPro, whether you're doing it for ev- uh, evidentiary uh, means, you know, like gathering intel, watching them dump uh, drugs or con- suspected contraband overboard, or, excuse me, um, <laughs> you know, you're just trying to get some sick, nasty footage of you doing some line handing or whatever. If you are not going to mute that microphone, be very careful with what you say because it's on recording forever. And uh, people will hold you to that. <laughs> I yeah. can I can speak from experience. Um, but GoPros are pretty fucking rad. Um, I already covered mag pouches. Suspenders. Okay. Do either of you two fatties wear suspenders? I mean, technically, yes. I'm not fat enough to have to wear suspenders. So you mean technically, yes. You either wear suspenders or you don't. They're built into our dry suits. Okay, I'll give you that. What the Koga Tat? Sure. Is it the Koga Tat or the Kamex? I always get those mixed up. Uh, So... I wear these suspenders. They're called SPEC, S-P-E-C, TAC, O-P-S suspenders. And instead of wearing those stupid Blackhawk and stupid standard Coast Guard ones that come 
down to the front, uh, like where your hips meet and like into your back, there's only two connection points. There's one on each side, like on your, where your side of your hips are. And then they come up and they go around your shoulders. They cross on your back, go down. They're like two inches wide and they stretch and they dissipate the weight of your LA belt a thousand times better than those Blackhawk ones. And they're thinner and you can wear them pretty much under anything or over anything. Um, I'm just reading you your about? text message right now. Oh, it just came through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll take one since you're up. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> but it's like on the side of your hips, they, they grab onto the side of your hips, like behind where your gun would be. You know, like if you put your arms out of your side, that's where the, that's where they would meet up. And they hold. I've I've worn them since about I've worn them since about 2010. And I'm never going back to any other suspender. They're they're stretchy. They don't hurt. You can wear them. You know, the longest I think I was ever on a boarding was like, well, like 58 hours was the longest I've ever been on a boat. And I, I wore them the whole time. They are the best you can get. Uh, there's a pretty. They're called Spec S P E C Tag O P S, and they're two point suspenders. Go fucking buy them. Um. Yeah, I wrote down pockets, but I don't know what I meant by pockets. How much of this gear do we have left? I mean, we're already at like almost an hour. Only have four left. Okay. Um, Notebook. The both of you carry a notebook on your person. Yeah, right in the rain. Only way to go. All of my bills in the rain pin. Yes, all of so all of. All of my BOSB TMs and all of my subordinates are required by me to carry a right in the rain pad with a black, blue, red, and a Sharpie pen on them at all fucking times. Yeah, I don't carry a red pen, but I carry like a – it used to be a highlighter. I carried a highlighter in there too. For, for my specific job, those three colors in the Sharpie are required. Yeah, um, but you, but every day I have a sharpie, a blue pen, and a black pen. Um, I wrote down bio kit, but uh, actually, let me go back to the fucking things. So when I was on the one ten, I had an ensign. I was on the first one ten to have an ensign on board, and he was a fucking asshole, and I hated him. Most uh, officers like, are. No, no, not like regular, not like normal hate. Like I hated, hated, like. I hope you get cancer hated. That's how much I hated this guy. Damn. And okay. uh, yeah, my my stepmom died of cancer, and I still say it. Uh, but I will say he did teach me a couple things. Uh, one of which being like he'd be like, "Hey, we're going to do this next week." I go, "Okay." He's like, "Write it down." I go, "I'll remember." He goes, "Write it the fuck down." I go, "I'll remember." Write it down now, and that got me in the habit of writing things down, and now. I'll catch myself as an E6 looking at my E4 going, hey, next week, make sure we call this person. Okay, write it down. I'll remember. Write it the fuck down. And then it, it, it's coming full circle as like, you know, as I'm older now, like, and a more mature E6 petty officer, like, hey, man, just write it down. And I've saved well, all of my notebooks. I mean, so I have you can learn books. something from anybody, even if they're a fucking dickhead. Like there is something to learn from them. Like the same officer will be like, like, do you know how I'm, 
you know how I'm such a stickler for memos and, you know, uh, things like that have to be fucking exact. Yes. It's because, you know, he would be like, hey, you doing that memo? Yeah. He goes, where's the correspondence manual? You just spilled water all over me. Okay. Okay. You didn't know it had a hole. It's a cup. Of course, it has a hole in it. I didn't know it did. Get out. <laughs> um, like he'd be like, "You doing that memo?" Like, yeah. He's like, he talks to everybody huh? the same way, but like, especially more to non-rates. I'm nervous. I talk to my kids like non-rates. I'm not sorry. Um, he's you know he'd be like, "Where's the correspondence manual?" I was like. I know what I'm doing. He goes, no, you don't get it out. So like now I'm like, it's ingrained in me. Things have to be a certain fucking way. So like, you know, people like, I'm like, Hey, you're, you're this, you're 49 is wrong. Your 329 is wrong. Your 1348 is wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. This is wrong. You know, you're, you're whatever your AF 538 is wrong. And they go, well, who gives a shit? Who does it say that? And I go right fucking here, bitch. Yeah, like I, I literally called you the other day because I couldn't remember how to do something on Live for Now. I was like, I know somebody who fucking will know. And I immediately yeah. called you while I was at work. Yeah, and I knew that shit right off the top of my head, didn't I? Yep. You weren't even yeah, at I'm work. Really fu- <laughs> yeah, I'm really fucking smart. Uh, the last thing I had was moisture wicking t-shirts. Um, I have been a, a, a cotton t-shirt connoisseur for many, many moons. And then I got into the the moisture wicking shirts and it changed the game. I wear nothing but moisture wicking shirts. And if you wear cotton shirts, you're probably a smelly, dirty douchebag. (laughs) I think it depends on what environment you're working in. If you're sitting in the AC all day, who gives a fuck? But if you're going outside getting hot and sweaty, moisture wicking is a ticket. I, I sweat like R. Kelly at a Girl Scout meeting in the wintertime. All the time, I sweat nine times out of ten. You look at me, I'm sweating. I just, I always sweat, can't help it. So it's moisture wicking is drink. the fucking thing. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's the climate <laughs> or like, I don't know what it is. Uh, it has nothing to do with that. I am in the shape of my life. Um, <laughs> I'm in the shape of my life. Not even the best shape. <laughs> I'm in the shape. Like, <laughs> you egg-shaped motherfucker. <laughs> I am in the shape of my life. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, did uh, Gary tell you about the Snapchat I sent him? When did you send it? A little bit ago. No. You want to know what it was? Okay. Hey. I feel like you're going to tell me anyways. Disgruntled Sailor. What do you cut what with? What? What do you cut wood with? I, I feel like it depends on what you're trying to do. A saw, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is terrible. Wasn't, wasn't that funny? Terribly gr- good. That was the worst fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. My funny. volume was, was all the way down, so I did not hear what you said. It was funny once you turned it up, though, right? I didn't hear it at all. Okay, well then. That's why you are. Are you threatening me? Are you something about your daughter? I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I did not hear it at all. Um, he literally sent me a snap right before it started about. Um, I won't hold on. I think I saved it. 
Yeah, all we were in. in. How do you look at a saved chat? Just go back to our uh, my name. Uh, scroll up. He said, "Yeah, all of our chats oh. are saved." <laughs> look, look at this. It was when we got the Ebor City. Yeah, it was when we got to Tampa, and I. That was the day we took those fucking scooters back all the way from Ebor City to the fucking dry dock. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. And I just saw it. It was just like because that was when I first figured out how to do it, and I was like, "Oh shit, here we go." Um, you know, that was a couple days before old soft bones fell down. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start on my, um, my final thoughts. If that's, oh, before I do that, what? Now, he said he has a final thought that me and you are both going to be upset about. Yep. I know. Uh, it I better know not, it, it better not be about California or anime or anything weird. Well, it's neither about those. So, uh, okay. Uh, so, I went to watch reliefs at my unit, unit, new unit, on like Thursday, and there's a Y and three in the watch box, and I'm like, look at the visitors log and the fucking OD log and shit like that, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm out of here, and she goes, hey, you do anything on the outside? I go, no. She goes, yeah, you do. I go, what are you talking about? He's like, you have a very familiar voice. I go, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. She goes, yeah, mind your business, okay. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, okay, okay, okay. And uh, it's like I shut the door. And like that's when I texted you about it. And then I go up to meet the CEO on Friday. And uh, the, the CEO's secretary's out. And she's sitting there, and she's like, hey, how you doing? Welcome. I was like, hello. She's like, I was just learning about um, how to butter some corn recently. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard anything about that recently? And I was like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. You know? And, well, people uh, at my work, too, are, are starting to figure it out, and uh, I don't fucking like it. But it was bound to happen. Yeah. It was inevitable. Yeah. So, um you want to tell them? I, I forgot how it went, but like, uh, oh yeah. So I went over to. Can I, Gary's can I finish house? my story first? Yeah, I fucking guess so. Well, now it's not going to be as climactic because you guys ruined it. <laughs> so okay. I'm waiting to see the CEO, and like I just walk in the office and I sit down in like a waiting chair. And she's in there for the CEO's assistant and just like turns around and is like, hey, and like says a bunch of shit to me. And I was like, I I might know a guy that might be able to hook you up with some stickers or something or a koozie maybe. And I was like, I, she's like, that'd be fucking amazing. I wish I, that's amazing. I, I, hope, I hope you can do that. I'm like, all right, I'll see what I can do. I meet with the CEO, go back to my office, log in. As soon as I log in, hey, I didn't forget about those koozies and stickers. I'm like, it's been eight fucking seconds. Like, I just got back. It's like, don't worry, I got you. So, I have stickers. You might have to send me a fucking koozie. Because I'm, I'm out of koozies. I gave them away. But I don't even know. Let, let me hear your stupid story. 
So I was over at Gary's house, and he was me. Yeah, Bert, you start real. Gary, same person. Yeah. And you, you leaned in for a kiss. No, we pulled up Netflix, and oh, I go, I go hey, Netflix and chill. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, I said, hey, uh, this is your aunt, right? And he goes, yeah, it is. And I go, she follows the podcast. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I go, I'm going to hack her Netflix account. So I changed her profile picture and then changed her name to the disgruntled sailor was here. And then (laughs) I go, and then we saved it and backed out. And I go, how long do you think it'll take for her to notice? We're like, probably a few weeks. It was less than 24 hours. Less than fucking 24 hours. She messages him and goes, Gary, you little shit. And then she DMs me, or no, uh, she uh, I, I DM'd her because he sent me the screenshot, and I go, heard somebody hacked your shit. Sorry about it. <laughs> and uh, so then we start. Then she posts on Instagram and says, "My Netflix account was hacked by the disgruntled sailor. As soon as I find out who you are, I'm gonna hit you with these little fists." <laughs> and so I posted. That's the, remember I remember I texted you, I messaged you, and I was like. What the fuck does this even mean? You're like, what do you mean? Because the screen had been deleted, the story oh, been yeah. deleted. So, uh, so I I shared the story on on the page, uh, and I posted that song. Uh, I'm from the hood, though, by Plies. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, bring it, <laughs> or I said, come at me, bro, or something like that. Uh, but anyways, somebody narked me out to her. So whoever I find out who narked me out, like use my real fucking name. Snitches get stitches, bro. Snitches get said. Even my fucking kids know that. Um, let's see here. Uh, I wrote notes down so I wouldn't fuck this up, and I fucked it up. Anyway, I wrote down old as fuck, and I don't know what that means. All right, so check it. You know what? I don't want to do that. That one's not funny. Let's see here. Uh, where the hell did that go? Uh, remember we were talking about anagrams, things being backwards. Yes, like dog food lid go, is dildo of God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go hang a salami is I'm a lasagna hog backwards. I don't even want to check to see if that's right. <laughs> oh, it's right. You know, your belly button is your old mouth. Yeah, the belly button is the most sensual of all the buttons. <laughs> I don't give a shit whose book it is. Get out. Get out. Um, you know, uh, I have... What is fuck? I, you know, I... All of mine are fucking like serious. Like, do you want um, you want you want Gary to do his? No, no, I, I no, like I don't. Not at all. Nope, up. not at all. Nope, 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 nope. He's nope. already angry. But we're nope, doing nope, it. I'm already angry. Uh, <laughs> the first one was, um, you know, you know the chief we always talk to talk about. Um, one that's like super fucking smart, uh, yes. Mister uh, RC Cola. Was it RC Cola? This quote, uh, it made me think of him. It just says. Would you shut up? Trying to be inspirational. Jesus. God damn it. I got to start over. It just says, 
be who you needed when you were younger. That's it. You know? Yeah, I like somebody messaged me the other day and he was like, bro, I'm like straight up not having a good time. And I was like, lead from the front, take care of your people, keep your head up, shit'll get better. And he was like, mm-hmm. I really fucking needed to hear that. Yeah. That's definitely um, true. Like for sure. Uh, sentimental here. I see that in YouTube, like big time. Like what? so my dad was normally gone. Um and then like my parents split and all that, and he didn't really teach me that. He's kind of a piece of shit. Anyways, I learned how to fly a fish because of you on the boat that one day. He taught me oh, how it was to good. it was a good day. He taught me how to Oh, he didn't know how to season a cast iron skillet, yeah. so I had to show him out. <laughs> I, th- you don't know what people don't know. And that's what I said. Yeah, these are things I just didn't know. Like that's why I, normally if I'm asking somebody something, it's gonna be YouTube or most of the time RC Cola. Like, that's, that's why always- like if you haven't noticed, like I respond to almost all unless it's so you're three hours behind me, okay? Yeah. Unless yeah. it's past nine o'clock my time. I respond almost immediately, you know, because on one side, you're getting information that you need. And on the Mm -hmm. other hand, I feel like I'm important to know what I'm talking about. So it's for both of us. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if I have a question that. But that's that's leading from the front and taking care of your people. Yes. And I wish I I wish I wanted to be a chief and I wish I had people like birds aren't real at my unit to like. Hey man, no, we can do this. Let's fucking figure it out. But like, at every unit, it's it's a fucking shit show all the time. Yeah, like I reached out to uh, the guy who we usually talk shit about. His, you know, his mom's not doing good. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, hey man, I said, I know we, I said, Mister Miami, myself talk a lot of shit. I said, but we actually do care about our people. Like, if you need anything, let us fucking know. And he was like, I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna make fun of you for doing dumb shit, like. You could be the dumbest human ever, but if you need legit help, I mean, I might make fun of you a little bit, but I'm 100% going to be there. You know, like, hey, Mr. Miami, I uh, flipped my vet, uh, jumping Harley down at the old folks' home, and I need some help. I'm like, well, you fucking idiot. I'm going to come down there and fucking help you. You know? I mean, you were there when I flipped the golf cart, and you helped us flip it back over. (laughs) I was worried I was going to get in trouble. That's the only reason I did that. That's the fastest I've seen you run. Like, you were like... I've never seen if one. somebody could have ran that fast, if they would have legit walked on water, like you were fucking at the bottom, you were like fifty yeah. yards away, and all of a sudden, in a split second, you were there. Oh, <laughs> fast as fuck, boy! <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Um, you know, uh, with the recent uh, we 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 on this particular podcast that I'm on, we we try to stay away from political content, but. With the recent, I'm sure birds aren't real. Can inform you about the recent ban that President Biden has imposed on Russian ammunition and weapons. Um, oh yeah, he fucking told me the other day. He was like, "Bro, check this shit out." Yeah, like instantly. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, uh, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish Americans hated heroin dealers as much as they did gun owners. You right. Know, I, I feel like I wish there was the same like stigma of oh, like I. I'm from a small town in Pennsylvania, but I there's still fucking crazy people there. My wife's from Ohio. There's crazy people there. Down here, there's crazy people. Like, like all three of my kids went to school this year, and 
you know, after telling them to be nice, don't lick anybody, things like that, I said, do not talk about guns. I don't care if your buddy Bobby says, my dad can hit fucking 600 yards at a dad's ass with an open sight. I don't give a fuck. Just smile and nod. But like, okay, cool. I was like, if you talk about guns, that is going to fucking federal pound town. And then you're getting welfare checks the rest of your life. So like, you know, my kids aren't allowed to talk about guns outside of being with me because you just don't know. But with that being said, like, you know, I've had cousins, relatives, things like that, that have been addicted to heroin, friends that are addicted to heroin. And it's like, oh, that's fucking sad. Oh, my bad. Oh. Like, oh, you own eight AR-15s? You piece of shit. I wish that heroin dealers were treated with the same disdain as gun owners. Yeah, that's true. End, like, of, end of rent. If I'm, I'm going to continue on that. Like, if I were to take the stock off my AK, that's what, 10 years? Felon, felon, you're yeah. a felon. Yeah, but I mean, if I were to go deal heroin right now and get caught, what, three years? Pay a fine? So that, that, that's one of the things like... Ha! Ha! So let, <laughs> let's, say my, let's say my child's diabetic, right? Or... Um, allergic to bees and needs an epinephrine pen. How much does an epinephrine pen cost? My stepdad requires an epinephrine pen. Do you know how much they wanted to charge him with insurance? Like $1,000? Too fucking much. 400 some dollars for an epinephrine pen. Do you know how much it costs for you to get Narcan when you overdose on an opioid? I'll give you a hint. It's fucking zero. You know? Uh... I don't condone this. However, uh, like EpiPens for your animals, like your dogs, are way fucking cheaper than the ones for adults. I'm not saying That's do a, it, but yeah. it there so, is a, a price disparity there. Did you know that like – let's say like shit at the fan type scenario, right? Um, did you know you can – fish like koi and – you know, like carp type antibiotic fish antibiotics are about ninety eight percent close to human antibiotics, but you can buy them over the counter without a prescription. Yeah, again, we're not saying do it. We're just saying I'm not saying do that shit. Hey, I'm just saying it's there. You make did your you own know, Did you know twenty fifty is closer than nineteen ninety? I mean math. That was a long, <laughs> awkward pause. That was fucking I was waiting for you to say something. All right, so old as fuck, right? I remember why I wrote down old as fuck. Um, if something is old as fuck, then it's about 1.2 billion years old because that's when life evolved sexual reproduction. So 1.2 billion years ago is when organisms evolved into sexual reproduction, right? <laughs> However, if something is... Old as balls, it's only about 65 million years old when placental mammals began to evolve proper testicles. So therefore, you know whether something is old as fuck or as old as balls. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So what if I were to say that's old as shit? That's a whole different thing. That's a different discussion. Hey, do you know why vegans don't moan during sex? Oh, fuck, I know this one. It's because they're afraid to admit some meat makes them happy. <laughs> you, you're not the funny one. I'm the funny one. 
Are you mad because I'm stealing your thunder? Yeah. All right, my last one. I got one last one. All right, uh, my last serious one. Um, there are people who seem to think that the world owes them an awful lot, but who feel no need to explain what they have contributed to the world that led to this great debt. Um, what that means is a uh, short version, talk shit, get hit, but long version, simplified. A lot of people think they're super important. Um, I'm dealing with that with my un- new unit. And they think they're super important for some fucking reason. And they have nothing to back it up. No validity in anything that they say. And it's very fucking irritating. And I've had about enough of it. And it's just another reason why I'm getting out of the Coast Guard as soon as possible. All right, Gary. I feel like you've been building this up. A little bit. So I want to hear it. If this sucks, sucks, I'm I'm mogging off. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) All right. I like this reaction. So, you two know me. Other people that listen to this know me. You know what I'm into. You know things I buy from certain country. Anime pornography. I don't know what the hell that means. Anyways, you know how I'm a, as they call it, a slava boo? Yes. Did you buy a woman? Did you buy a woman? Yet. Oh, too bad. <laughs> Did you buy a woman? I know this, you guys probably heard this one before, but Soviet Union 100% won the space race. America didn't. Well, they were the first people to put an object into circular orbit of the Earth. They were yes, the first person, they, they, they were the first country to put a living organism in orbit in the Earth. But did you know this is going to fucking be really weird? Do you know the country that put the first human in orbit? Soviet Union? No, it was America. You want to know what his name I'm was? I'm looking at the thing right here. No, it was America. Mm, no. The first person to 19, orbit 19, the Earth. 19, hold on, let me, let me read this. 1957. Okay. First artificial satellite, Sputnik. Agreed. Uh, nine, also 1957. First animal in space, Laika, the dog. We have beer. Yep, agreed. 1959, first photographs of the far side of the moon by the Soviet Union. First person in yep. space, Yuri Gagarin, 1961. Yeah, yeah, Yuri Gagarin, first person in space. First woman in space, Valentina. I'm not. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry. First spacewalk, 1965, Soviet Union. First spacecraft landing on the moon, 1966. First you person on the moon, allegedly. Allegedly. You... 1969, Neil Armstrong. You... First shut your, space... fucking, shut your fucking mouth. Shut your space... fucking mouth. First spacecraft landing on another planet, Venus. 1970, Soviet Union. First space shut station, up. 1971, Soviet Union. Shut, shut the fuck up. First spacecraft landing on Mars, 1971, Soviet Union. I, shut up! Listen, anybody can put anything on the internet. Look, look it up. Back, what, what do you mean? You look did. it up on the internet? Yeah. Okay. Everything hey, I have uh, right question. there. You hey, looked up. Real, you real quick. Up. Real, real quick. Hey, if you could, if you could shut your fucking mouth for just a fucking second. Uh, do you know what they do to brown people in Soviet Russia? You go to the um, gulag. <laughs> they do you that for regular you white would, Russians. Yeah, but you're brown. You know how much. You can't bring well, up the space race because. Well, hold on. There's a whole Mongolian. I'll tell you why. Later. Mongolian Russians. 
That's a thing. They're brown. Yeah, they ride on horsebacks and hunt rabbits and eagles and heat their their units with fucking horse poop. They're not going to the fucking space. The space. The space. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, back in like, what, the 1930s, African-Americans actually moved to the Soviet Union because they had less... um, What's the word I'm looking for? They weren't... They were less oppressed. Yeah. Yes, and then they immediately left in the 1950s to come to America, where it's much more free. I mean, was a black person really that free in the 1950s? Even, even in the 1950s and 60s, an African-American person was more free in the United States than they were in Russia. Google it. I dare you. I'll bet you $1,000. Oh, $1, anyone can put anything on Google. They literally can. Google. Yeah, I can Here's put it on what I, I heard Gary likes to uh, tuck his penis into his butthole at night. You like to watch. <laughs> that was, only that was fans funny. is getting sh- only fans is getting shut down at the end of the month. That means you got to figure out a new subscription service. <laughs> go to my, to uh, make first, money. My to make money. Yeah, reverse OnlyFans. Remember that? Reverse OnlyFans. Yep. But. Um, so uh, let me yeah. see. Let me, let me make sure I have. Oh, and a cosmonaut what? sounds a lot cooler than astronaut. Than what? Astronaut? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not against it. Because you know what cosmonaut uh, stands for, right? No. So it's like Latin. Uh, it has like some, um, I don't know, like Latin-based pretext. Okay, what does it mean? Um, navigator of... Of space, I think. Cosmos. It's probably Cosmos. Uh, Anyway, can I sell something funny and stop talking about your stupid fucking Russian thing? Yes. Please. All right, listen. All right, last thing. Ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? How can it be birthday cake flavored if birthday cake can be any fucking flavor? You are absolutely fucking right. It's true. I'll give you that. Not even the Soviets can figure that one out. That's it. I'm done. All right. uh, That's all we have for today. Uh, We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Later. Bye.